I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Climate change is raising the prospect of a world much different from the one we all know today. Australia is already feeling the largely unwelcome effects of climate change. And with more dramatic change all but certain, scientists there have launched a massive decade-long experiment. They're trying to simulate the climate of the future in a real landscape and help the country better prepare for what might lie ahead. From Sydney, Phil Mercer reports. It all looks and feels slightly incongruous. Six huge cylindrical steel skeletons, each almost 100 feet tall, rising above a native eucalyptus forest at the foothills of Australia's misty blue mountains. What it is is an environmental time machine on the outskirts of Sydney, where giant fans pump carbon dioxide into a part of the wild Australian bush. We have six of these arrays of pipes designed to emit carbon dioxide in a computer-controlled system so that we can study how this ecosystem responds. David Ellsworth, a New Yorker who now teaches at the University of Western Sydney, is in charge of this unique project. It's called the Eucalyptus Woodland Free Air CO2 Enrichment Project, or UCFACE, and it's meant to simulate high levels of CO2 that the planet could well face in the next half century and predict how vegetation will react to climate change. Most predictions of the impact of rising temperatures and CO2 are based on computer models, historical data or small plots of land. Big outdoor carbon dioxide trials are rare and the university says this is the world's biggest and the only one to use mature woodland. My name is Stephen Wall from the University of Western Sydney. I am the senior engineering officer. What we're going up now is a 22-metre tall modular scaffolding. It allows us to place instrumentation at different heights in the canopy. So at the end of a fairly arduous climb on top of this scaffold that does wobble a bit, but looking further afield across the site, there are six of these giant rings, three of which pump out carbon dioxide, which of course lies at the heart of this experiment. We're hoping to find out how this ecosystem actually responds to carbon dioxide concentration of the future and whether it will actually store more carbon or not. Professor Ellsworth says that's important because Australia's bush occupies a large part of the country's landmass and is a big part of the government's carbon sequestration strategy. The hope is that the bush will soak up a lot of the extra CO2 the country emits. If native bush is not able to do more than it currently does, then we need to know that pretty urgently, I think. Most of our experiments are aimed at looking sort of in the order of 30 to 50 years ahead based on current predictions. So our CO2 concentrations and our temperature treatments are based around that sort of time frame. Ian Anderson is a director of research at the University of Western Sydney. We also have the experimental facilities to actually look back in time so we can actually take CO2 out of the atmospheres and actually look at how those plants would have responded back in time. I guess to build up a bit of a picture of you know, where they've been, where we are now and where we're going to go to in the future. Other projects at the facility are investigating changes in precipitation as well as the combined responses to higher temperatures and elevated CO2 by enclosing entire trees in large plastic chambers. The taxpayer-funded project is the only one of its kind in the Southern Hemisphere. It took a year to build and will last for a decade. 
The government says the experiments will transform climate change research in Australia, which emits more greenhouse gas pollution per person than anywhere else in the developed world. For the world, I'm Phil Mercer, Sydney.